Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. All right, uh, a few different things happening here today. First, we should. Uh, first is sad in bad news uh, that um, involving um, uh, Roni Ishel, who was the IDF um, IDF soldier who w- went disappearing. Obviously, October seventh, when Hamas attacked and massacred. Uh, I, I assume. Uh, they brought her into Gaza. Um, remember, we had her uncle on with us to talk about her because the family, obviously, family was terrified. He is um, Elad Le- Levy joined us. Um, the family was desperate, and um, a friend of ours, uh, Bethany Mandel, who's done incredible work, really, has dedicated herself for the last month to trying to spread the word about these missing people, among other things. Uh, got us in touch with him, and he joined us on this podcast. You know, after we got out from the bomb shelters, uh, we started to see some, uh, you know, live feeds of uh, Hamas terrorists um, getting into the, uh, you know, to the villages and to mm. the civilian villages. Um, our niece, uh, Ronnie, she we knew where she's located, uh, near the Gaza border. And uh, at around 9.30 a.m., she sent a text message to her mom. It was very plain and simple. Um, Hi, mom. I'm okay. I'm busy. Um, and, you know, I love you. Mm. That was the last time we heard from her. Your, your niece looks like any of my daughter's friends who might be singing Taylor Swift songs. And it's... I... Uh, exactly. She, she loves Taylor Swift. <laughs> she... You know, she's a big fan. Yes, she's exactly like your, your your child. You know, your child and your neighbor's child. So she was um, found dead today. Nineteen years old, Rooney Ishell. 
Um, and um, I'm not sure if there are any more details, but it is a just a tragic thing. Can't imagine what the family is going through. Um, you can't imagine. Can't imagine. It's, it, or or what they're feeling now. I mean, this this is this has been a month of pure hell for them. I assume, and it's it's this young lady never had a chance to start life, and it is it is uh, it is terrible, it is terrible. Uh, okay, so it is um, Sergeant Roni Nichelle, nineteen years old, uh, an observer in Italian four fourteen. She was killed on October seventh. Okay. Identified name allowed to be published. So that's just a sad thing. I have been, I did message Elad. He thanks us for helping him. And obviously they're very, and, and Bethany Mandel is very, very upset. And, um, you know, I mean, this is what the savage murderers are up to. And they are, um, And you know they need to be eradicated. That's the end of that. They get a end. They're doing it right now. They're doing it right now. Um, and that's honestly that's what makes it so bad that the Western media is carrying water for these animals who brought amazing. all this on everybody in the region. Frankly, you know it. It's obviously tragic and horrific for the people of Israel and those who suffered under these terror attacks. It's terrible for the people of Gaza, too, and Hamas is directly responsible for that as well. But, you know, as we found out, as we talked about yesterday when this news broke, you know, they had embedded photojournalists with Hamas when they were doing these attacks. And, you know, we have a bunch of people saying, you know... What's her name? Um, Megan McArdle at the Washington Post is going around Amazing. saying like, Amazing. oh, well, benefit of the doubt. They could have just been following a breaking story. Well, they weren't wearing any press She's credentials. Amazing. Some of them were holding grenades. I mean, like, what are we doing here? Right. These are Hamas people who are documenting this for Hamas and are also being paid by Western media outlets. Absolutely unbelievable the media outlets should be ashamed absolutely and and you know should be really answerable for the people that they're employing in foreign countries they're enabling terrorism by paying these people for mm -hmm. quote stories when they're participating in attacks i mean israel is saying that these people are going to be treated as part I of look Hamas forward to that day happening I, I, mean, I, 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 I absolutely look forward to it i think israel should be should sue the hell out of these news companies and the United States should, and the Department of Justice should go after them. <clears throat> Meanwhile, the Washington Post also pulled this cartoon. Did you see this? They had an editorial cartoon that showed, um, you know, that it showed the Hamas guy, the the one who's on TV all the time with yeah, the yeah. thing on his head, supposedly from praying because he's so devout, um, <laughs> with, um, you know children and babies tied all over him yes. saying like stop attacking civilians or whatever which is it's a good cartoon because it's absolutely true that's what hamas does yes they use oh they pulled it because the hamas sympathizers it. over here found it offensive yes oh they pulled it the washington post pulled the cartoon because the hamas sympathizers including the ones inside their company 
found it offensive. Amazing. So that's what the story is saying. It's saying that the editor, Sally Busby, caved to staff pressure to pull the article. The Free Beacon is reporting this. Um, They have the internal emails saying... um, Busby wrote out to the staff, Dear colleagues, given the many deep concerns and conversations today in our newsroom, I wanted to ensure everyone saw the notes sent out tonight by the Post Opinions editor David Shipley and to Post readers and to his staff in opinions. Busby forwarded an email that Shipley had sent opinion staff in which he had said he had personally taken down the cartoon. Shipley included the full text of an editor's note in which he publicly expressed regret that he had missed something profound and divisive in the published image. Wow. A cartoon published by Michael Ramirez on the war in Gaza, a cartoon whose publication I approve, was seen by many readers as racist. This was not my intent. I saw the drawing as a caricature of a specific individual, which it clearly is, the Hamas spokesperson who celebrated the attacks on unarmed civilians in Israel. So wait a second. You can't depict the Hamas guy looking like a Hamas guy? It's literally a cartoon. His shirt says Hamas, and yes. it literally is so the is, exact. It looks exactly like is, the spokesperson guy. This is like the so. This is a dangerous trope. Somebody TV, who looks yeah. like a Hamas guy is a dangerous trope. Right. The cartoon depicted an individual labeled Hamas with children, a baby, and a woman strapped to his body. How dare Israel attack civilians? The man says in a speech bubble. Along with Shibley's editor's note, the Post published letters to the editor that variously called the cartoon deeply malicious, deeply racist, and full of bias and prejudice. Grow a pair, Washington Post. This, there's nothing racist about this. It's literally exactly what Hamas does. It, it's not even like a metaphor. It's an exact, it's an exact That's representation. That's so disgraceful. Meanwhile, by the, the way, Post also reported on Wednesday evening about its removal of the cartoon by Ramirez, who twice won the Pulitzer Prize at the Las Vegas Review Journal before joining the Post in May. The report said the drawing was criticized as racist and dehumanizing towards Palestinians, and described the Hamas caricature as having a large nose and a snarling mouth. Go f yourselves! My goodness, what a bunch of disgrace! Freaking Bezos! Thank really? goodness for the conversations really? in the newsroom. You let these morons, 22-year-old morons, make any decisions at all. It's ridiculous. Will that be the last conversation in the newsroom you think they'll be having? No, I'm sure they'll be... They'll make sure that the Washington Post keeps hiring their friends who are in Hamas killing civilians oh, yeah. to get photos yeah. of the events. I mean, this is... And right now, the New York Times is being occupied by people. I don't know if, how many of them are, are internal. Um, the building's being occupied by protesters who want the better coverage for Hamas. They said the, reco- the coverage too, is too pro-Israel. Okay. Yep. So the New done. York Times is paying people in Hamas for their coverage of events, and the coverage is too pro-Israel, apparently. I mean, it, can things get more absurd here? And no, it's, uh, it's amazing. It's amazing. Um, so, oh, and it's also a huge, um, rally and street protest in the middle of New York City right now that is very, very big as well. Here's the New York Times. Great people. That's great. Um, yeah, and by the way, it's also today the anniversary of Kristallnacht. Yeah. So just to add to the symbolism of all this here, you have 
you know, masked people in California beating up Jewish people in the street uh, for daring to point out what Hamas did. And it on the anniversary of like one of the worst anti-Jewish genocidal pogroms that has happened in history. I mean, like I, it's, it's sometimes like too much for me. I don't know what to do with people who cheer on this stuff. It's depressing, honestly. Well, yeah. I mean, so this is just what we've been, been saying all all month now. Is that this is who this country is, and we've got a problem with um we've got a problem with um with our an entire generation of Americans who think this thing is okay and. They're 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 sick and demented, and all I can say is that I, I thankfully so far none of our kids have been enraptured by any of this stuff or the insanity. They hear us talking all the time, mm-hmm. and so some of the craziness that happens that's been happening culturally uh, is considered kind of a punchline in our house, and I think that's good. Um, but um, but. This is ghoulish, this is dark, and this is going to be a problem. And they don't even see, they don't even see or take a moment, a beat, to take in the atrocities that happen in Israel. They're moving right along to apartheid, genocide, Israel, this, that. It's all- I mean, fundamentally, at the end of the day, they think Israelis had a come. Yes. No, they no, think the babies I, yeah. in the... Mm-hmm. It, you know, in the kibbutzes, they weren't beheaded; they were just murdered. Okay, <laughs> that's where they're arguing. That's that's where we are right now. So, if you've got, if you're, it's one of your college kids. I mean, I, hopefully, I mean, do you guys seen this? I, I would. I can't imagine. First of all, I, I could not. If my kid ever learned like something like this in college, and you're finding we're finding stories of people in high schools teaching them as well. Right. Uh, it's all over lives with TikTok. She's also been doing some incredible work now. It would be obviously. It would be the end of. I would not be making any more college payments. I would not. I, I, it is. It is time. Either you're on the side of the monsters, or you're on the side of civilization. And right. Hamas is the monsters. And so, yeah, I would edit my child's life and our own lives based on support I'm seeing for these people. You know, all the entire staff mm-hmm. of like uh, of baristas walked out of a coffee shop owned by Jewish people in in Manhattan and since then since I got the word out people have been um patronizing the place so I'm all for that I mean I would like to know you know if the left wants to do ESG let's do an ESG I'm all for it um I guess we should get to some of the politics going on because or do you want to stick no that's fine um another debate that no one watched last night oh yeah another debate that no one watched last night The, the the people Pearl clutching, kind of neoconish Republicans really want this to be Nikki Haley to be a thing. They're trying to make it a thing. I mean, a lot of pearl clutching people, and you know, I joined you on the air today, and a lot of the callers were saying stuff like about how Trump can't win or Trump's flawed and this and that. And I mean, like, I'm I'm right there with you. I agree. I have been yelled at by many of our listeners for not supporting Trump enough early enough and criticizing him too much and you know but like when the writing's on the wall it's on the wall and the Republican voters want him 
largely because of this stuff. And it just feels so desperate to me. Like I still am seeing all these pundits on Twitter asking, acting like this debate mattered. And there's like some voter deciding going on. Yeah. I don't get what people think is happening. I no. I mean, you think all the polls are wrong by like 40 points. And which is why I don't. <laughs> which is one of the reasons why Vivek Ramaswamy is having such a good time because I, I think his people know it's over, right? And so he's just having a good old time. That's the choice we face. Do you want a leader from a different generation who's going to put this country first, or do you want Dick Cheney in three-inch heels? All right, Mr. Ramaswamy, we've got two of them on stage. Ramaswamy, thank you. Obviously, so it's a good line. Choi- it's a good line. <laughs> um. Uh, it, he, there were a few good moments. At some at one point, he went after Ramaswamy. Went after Nikki Haley's daughter for being on Twitter on TikTok. On TikTok. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Um, uh, let me get to that one. That's probably one worth listening to. Uh, hold on. Do I not have this one? We have this one, don't we? Um, I for sure have it. I can send it to us again. Oh, you have it for the yeah the other. I might have sent it to my other show. Your other show. (laughs) No. Uh, um, Yeah, yeah. Please do it. Um. Yeah, but you know, so all the candidates got asked this about TikTok. Um, and and Vivek did use it as an opportunity to go after Nikki Haley because he said her daughter, her teen daughter, is on TikTok. Um, which. I don't really see so much. People were saying, like, I can't believe I don't think he would go after a teen. her I think she's 24. But I think <laughs> she was a teen when she was on TikTok okay. or whatever. In the but last anyway. debate, she made fun of me for actually joining TikTok while her own daughter was actually using the app for a long time. So you might want to take care of your family first. Leave my daughter out of your voice. Adult daughter. The next generation of Americans are using it. And that's actually the point. You have her supporters crapping her up. That's fine. Here's the truth. You're just the easy scum. answer is actually in the last. That was, that was Nikki Haley's finest moment. They just you're, you're just scum moment. Well, right, because it's her only real moment. Yes, that's, you know. Um. So, meanwhile, elsewhere, Joe Biden, both Joe Biden and uh, RFK uh, were heckled today. Here's Joe Biden. My dad ran an auto. He didn't own it. He ran an automobile agency for a long time. <laughs> No, 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 let let her go. Let her, no. No, don't. Let it. It's okay. Anyway. Right, so that's how the Biden people handled it. RFK was also heckled. Occupied. It is not an occupied territory. 
They removed all of the Israeli citizens at that time, 9,000 people. They even dug up the Jewish graves. They offered to buy us in Gaza to, to finance an economic union in Gaza. They, they offered to turn, to, to rebuild the port of Gaza, to make it the finest port in the Mediterranean, and turn it into the Singapore of the East. They gave hundreds of greenhouses, state of the art, that made Gaza completely self sufficient and a net food exporter. As soon as Hamas came in, Hamas has in its charter that, that, they, that uh, they want the genocide, construction of Israel, the genocide of every Jew, not only in Israel, but the entire world. So, anyway, he answered it <clears throat> how you should be answering it. But that's a different. different. So, politically, <clears throat> I guess we should get into the politics of the thing. We talked today about uh, what our RFK means in the race. I think he'll chip away at Biden some. <clears throat> I also think Jill Stein's now in the race. That between Jill Stein and Cornell West, Cornell West, they've got to both be <clears throat> on the other side of that, right? I mean, oh, pro Palestine. Yeah. Yes, but there's still they're it's both still crazy radical. Yes, but it's still parts of the left, and and Biden's also mm-hmm. on both sides of it. Oh right, you know? yeah. So well, they're having a revolt with their own staffers yes. on, in Washington, D.C., because they've hired a bunch of psychotic radicals that work for them, in the, both in the White House and on Capitol Hill. There are a bunch of young people working for them that disagree with them on this stuff and are like quitting their jobs or protesting or writing anonymous letters to say that they want the, the White House and Washington, D.C. to be more pro-Palestinian. So, yeah. I mean... The writing is on the wall with this stuff for the Democratic Party. They have a big rift in their party over it. Yeah, and they voters do. that they need. And and here's the difference between the Democrats and Republicans. However, flawed Republicans are. Mm-hmm. They don't play the internal pressure from activists BS like this. Right. Um, but Democrats have told people they've sanctioned this weaponization, you know, of your voice, so you can be heard <laughs> and seen. And so, yeah, these people are being heard and seen, and Democrats have to uh, countenance it because they've they've uh, taken a loyalty pledge to- towards wokeism. So there you go. Right. So now you can be killed by this they weapon. They made it so that they can't disagree with Black Lives no. Matter on anything. That's and right. Black Lives Matter says the Palestinians are the black people of the situation right. in the Middle East. So so senior management in these uh, business, in these, uh, in these, uh, Media outlets, just like uh, you know, these politicians have to count into stuff, and and sometimes have to be, to use a word we've been using today, defenestrated by their own people because they've said, okay, I'm I'm playing in this contract, I'm I'm living in your woke ma- ma- uh, matrix, and all the woke rules apply, and there you go. Meanwhile, so Democrats, uh, Democrats are in a tough position because they need somebody else to get into the race. There's already the one guy, I can never remember his name, who's kind of a moderate uh, Democrat congressman. Mm-hmm. I assume at some point Newsom's just going to go. I mean, now's the time, yeah. dude. If- so, but also, um, Joe Manchin announced today he is not running for re-election. Um, and a Republican will win his seat. A Republican will win his seat, but people are saying he may be about to announce a third-party run as well. Oh, interesting. For president. Oh, under the no labels? P- potentially with yeah. no labels, potentially with somebody else. I mean, he's obviously a moderate from a state Trump won pretty handily. Right. So he, again, is probably a threat to both candidates again. He's also been effed over 
by Biden and the Democrats. Mm-hmm. I mean, so he doesn't mind nothing them over or no. Trump over, really. I mean, it, it, so that'll be interesting to see if he actually gets in. Um, Larry Hogan is putting out videos that don't, don't, uh, don't. I'm not. <laughs> no, I know you. I'm just saying, Larry Hogan, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> but Larry Hogan's putting out videos that make it look like he's thinking about it too. I, I don't know what. I, Larry Hogan's a Republican. I know, What's but he gonna, isn't what? didn't didn't he quit the party? Is oh, he still he? in the party? Oh, did he? <laughs> I thought he did one of those events for one of those like Imagine either no labels Mitt or Romney, one of those other. But a bigger stupid... pussy and fat. <laughs> that's Larry Hogan. This is not gonna work. It's not the time. Oh my god! One that's of the ridiculous. most hardcore COVID lockdown people in the country. Uh, I don't know. I just don't understand. And then I saw Jane Swift, another squish. What? Republican? Not not that she was going to run, yeah. but she was tweeting, oh, for his running mate, DeSantis should pick Governor Sununu. Like, what planet are you on? First of all, to think that DeSantis is in a position to be picking a running mate right now. Yeah. And secondly, to think that Sununu adds something to that ticket that DeSantis needs. Well, the hamster, maybe. I mean, but like. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You don't think that... Do you think Sununu would win New Hampshire as a VP well, he, pick for uh, DeSantis? Well, it's weird because... If he wasn't going to win it anyway? Yeah, but well, you're making a good point because you're not a ticket at, at the New Hampshire primary yet. Right. Unless, unless well, they, no, I mean, I'm saying so that would be like a general election pick to do that. Like, but like, what are these political takes? Why are people yeah, like the, Jane the, Smith? So in assuming, theory, shouldn't she know something? Are we assuming that DeSantis is going to win the primary? Yeah, that's what the assumption is. Because <laughs> if you're picking a running mate, then you. <laughs> yeah, okay. Might as well, yeah. <laughs> measure the overall office for curtains, too. Might as well. <laughs> I mean, like, but that's what I mean. It's like I'm seeing these takes from people online that are like delusional from people yeah. who no, the primary... are acting like they have something to say about politics. And Jane Swift has served as governor. I mean, she wasn't elected. She was, you know, yeah. governor. She was selected. <sighs> but. You know, she's another squish Republican governor who, who, who should who know something. Squish Republican governor who, in theory, should know something about electoral politics, right? Yes, you would think, but is people are just, posting absolutely insane takes on yeah. the internet, like these 
we are out of touch with reality. Like, have you looked at any poll numbers from any primary? I don't understand what these people are thinking right now. No, this is like this is like acting out in denial. <laughs> it seems nobody, weird to me. Nobody's going to nothing organic is going to beat Trump at this point. No, unless you consider to- a heart attack organic, and that that is it. If Trump somehow becomes ineligible to run, or he's dead. Those are the only two possibilities because people will vote for him in jail. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I mean, an ineligible to run, you have to think, even if he's not printed on the ballots, which the courts have already thrown out some of these challenges to having him on yeah. the ballots, I don't think most of the courts want to be responsible for taking a candidate that people like off the ballot. It seems like judicial yes. meddling in the electoral process. And also, Trump but, is looking... You elevate him and you almost sanitize him when you look at the people pursuing him. Right. Like, this judge is a psychotic in New York. Well, and Letitia James is a psychotic. And all of these people are... Well, and in addition to that, even if you take him off the ballots, there's, like, no one better equipped in the country to win a writing campaign than Donald Trump. Yeah. He has an extremely well-known name that's easy to spell and write and... You know, people know that he's running, clearly. It's not a secret. So, uh, I don't know. It seems to me that if you took him off the ballots, you would create a monster write-in campaign. If Lisa Murkowski can do it, Donald Trump can do it, wouldn't you think? And that's interesting, because that would mean, unless I'm wrong here, that would mean that... I mean, literally... Literally, you will have ballots that can't be processed by computers well they can they can process you know whether there's enough write-ins to have to hand count but yeah and there would be yeah oh yeah there would be there would be a ballot that is left blank except for a name right so i mean Interesting. Interesting. I, you know, so, but I, I don't think the courts will even allow it to go forward right. because I don't think they want that. It would actually be good for him if it was in a state he's obviously, obviously going to lose anyway. Right. You know. Oh yeah, because it get, would be... kick him off the ballot in California. Oh yeah, because then you're going to get people worked up about it. Yes, because it seems so unfair and crazy. Meanwhile, the. Um... Uh, Joe Biden's um, insurance policy was in Boston today. I think it's always important to ask, to look around the room and then ask who's not in the room and then figure out how to bring them in. And often, and all of the, the, the leaders here know, often it's not just because you might leave the door open. <laughs> That's not enough. You got to go out to where folks are. Literally, where they are, be it where they are geographically or where they are in terms of what they're bringing in terms of life experience to the moment, to be able to connect with them. She already said it was literally where they are. (laughs) And bring them in. I think it's always important. (laughs) Okay, okay, I get it. So that is... Where we are. Um, uh, so we should probably talk a little bit about um, a little bit about what we were going to talk about yesterday, which is can Republicans win at all anymore with abortion being illegal? 
or being sent back to the States with Dobbs. And I say yes, clearly Republicans can win. Mike DeWine won in Ohio the governorship by Isn't like... Isn't he the exception though? 20 points. Ron DeSantis won by a lot after doing an abortion bill in Florida. People don't like the bills. They don't like the policies. But if they like the person, they will vote for them still. And that's, I think, what it's about at the end of the day. I mean, like, the same people who are telling Republicans they can't be too crazy on abortion are, you know, a lot of them love Trump. And he's the person who did the abortion ruling by putting Mm -hmm. in those justices. Right. And Fundamentally, I think, you know, it's it's much more about the per- people vote for the person themselves, especially within races like president. Right. But but also in these bigger statewide races like senators or governors, they're voting really for, you know, the person that they perceive is best for the job. And they will vote. Clearly, they'll turn out and they will vote for the policies on abortion every time there's a referendum they've knocked it down but um but you know they i mean they still do vote for the people who put the policies into effect even if they disagree which is interesting to me i think that the bigger challenge republicans have and i said this to you um you know that this morning too when we were talking about the election results is i think the bigger challenge republicans have is that they play defense on you know, being a Republican in general, and the left does not, they are constantly on offense, constantly saying Republicans are evil, terrible people, you cannot vote for them. They're, you know, horrific and are going to like enslave you and all this. They're, mm-hmm. They will tell people that you're literally Satan. And I think that that's more what it comes down to is that there are... You know, we saw it in municipal races here in Massachusetts, right? People are not voting for school committee members and mayors because they think they're going to implement some kind of pro-life policy. Do you know what I mean? Right. They don't think the school committee members, you know, they don't care about that issue on the school board. It's not, there's no, the school board has no jurisdiction over that. But... What they do vote on for the school board is if people, you know, say that this person is virtually in the KKK or is the equivalent of a Nazi or a bigot or wants transgenocide or something, they absolutely will vote on that. And and the right has ceded that territory. You know, the people that we know who are losing school committee and mayor races in West Hartford or Melrose or wherever it is, you know, they're losing because a bunch of liberal white women think they're literally nazis right and they say that and you're right and we're used to being called that and so we absorb it meanwhile we don't use it on them yeah and we i said this on it. i said this on your radio show today i know republican activists in massachusetts who tried to make the hashtag it's okay to vote gop mm-hmm. happen talk about being on pathetic defense like you've already given up the ground that you're evil it's okay to vote for me if you really have to what kind of argument is that to vote right. for the Republican Party? It's not make America great again, which that's a slogan that's aspirational right. and positive and a reason to vote for somebody. Not it's OK to vote for me. You're not completely somebody, evil if you vote for me. And if somebody is doing, doing something groomerish, call him a groomer. It's not in good taste, but who cares? It works. 
They really hate it. And don't I'm all for fighting dirty. And you call them racist. They are. They're sexist. They are. They've they sure are anti Semites. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, they sure are anti Semites. That's absolutely. And they're um they're they're um absolutely sexist. They're trying to erase women. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, this stuff it it's that's why to me, I don't think it's a particular policy. Like when you give voters the opportunity to vote directly on policy, they will vote for something different, but they don't necessarily punish politicians over policy. No. And you see that stuff, I mean, you see it like especially in places like Massachusetts where we have had squish moderate Republican governors and they'll try to like endorse stuff. Do you remember Charlie Baker made that whole issue out of school choice and trying to just not even like do something crazy on school choice, but he tried to do something that was like uh, just like slightly raise the cap on the number of charter schools in the state so that more kids could go to charter schools since the lotteries are always like hugely overloaded and there's so much more demand than, than there are charter schools under the limit and he was reelected by huge numbers but the ballot initiative to raise the cap on the charter schools failed dramatically and you know and people didn't punish him for that even though he made it a huge issue and and like the signature republican practical common sense issue that was meant to help minority voters and be an issue that people could unite on like people people don't punish politicians necessarily for policy positions which is weird but you know they're voting they still think of him as like a moderate and a decent governor and a decent guy and a good manager or whatever they think of him as even though they disagree with him on the ballot question that he's going out of his way to promote it doesn't seem to impact them you familiar with um this guy uh wrote um, no, not really. New York, a man named John Rote has been arrested after he saved a woman from getting robbed by a homeless man in a Manhattan subway station. On Tuesday evening, Rote noticed that a woman was getting robbed and immediately jumped into action. The man pulled out a gun and fired warning shots to stop the robbery. The warning shots spooked the homeless man, saving the woman from getting robbed. According to the video footage, Rote noticed a woman getting mugged by 49-year-old Matthew Rush. He then took off his in, in shot to scare the guy off. Um, Roche then started getting closer and yelled at Roche before firing the gun once more. I want to be clear. We don't tolerate this kind of conduct in NYC transit, period, said City Transit President Richard Davey after Roche was arrested. This guy yeah, we just tolerate the muggings and the e other stuff. Exactly. <laughs> we tolerate the criminal. This is him getting arrested. Were you trying to protect someone? So once again, much like Daniel Penny... You uh, do the right thing somewhere, and they are going to arrest you in New York. What a crooked, backward place. And congratulations, New York. Uh, just a just a total mess. Just always. It's always, uh, you know, on the people who are trying to do the right thing and just trying to, like, live life and not be completely crimed out of existence. Yes. Alice, what is the hot sauce? That is the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce. They bring us, of course, the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hotline. Oh, we didn't do our, um, what are you, like, watching, listening to? Oh, okay. What do you like watching, listening to? Right now, I am... Oh, no, it's Sup With You. Sup With You. Okay. Is that... Are we allowed to say that? I'm not even sure. Um, Right now, I am uh, reading The Mill on the Floss by uh, George Eliot. 
Uh, oh, okay. Right now, I'm not reading Stolen Youth, How Radicals Are Erasing Innocence uh, and Indoctrinating a Generation, but I want to suggest it to you because it's written by our friend Bethany Mandel. It's available on Amazon. Uh, I don't read a lot of books, but how uh, Stolen Youth, How Radicals Are Erasing Innocence and Indoctrinating a Generation. Um, and she is, she, we have had conversations with her about this and how we've been just, you know, underserving kids and we've been terrible. So, um, and Bethany's a great person. Mm -hmm. So I would highly suggest that. Uh, let's go to the uh, Chelsea Firewicked Hotline. What do you say? Okay. AI or Al, I can't tell the difference with the computer <laughs> in New Hampshire. I think it's Al. Hey, Tom, Alice. Uh, this is Al in New Hampshire. Hey, and, Al. Um, Congratulations on baby number 13 or 14 or whatever Thank you. number Thank you're you. up to now. Um, hey, just a reminder for everybody that is insisting Trump is the guy and Trump is the one going to do it. Mm -hmm. In his win, in his big victory over Hillary, he did it with less than 47% of the vote. With Biden, he didn't get 48% of the vote. I'm not a political strategist, but I don't think more indictments and guilty verdicts actually in the end help the candidate. Uh, call me old-fashioned. Um, I understand we don't need saints, but I don't know if this is the way to go. So anyway, just wanted to pass that on. I uh, hope all's well. Talk to you. Thanks, Al. I they don't do think seem to help in the primary. When, when, an indi <laughs> when an indictment is valid, um, it uh, it might not help the candidate. But in this case, uh, I think this people see this as completely BS as the establishment going after Trump, and I do too. So I do. I think this is this is going to help him. If he could be in jail, it would help him. Absolutely. SFM, Nikki Haley songs. Hi. Hey, Steve. Steve from Aramek. Hey, Steve. Uh, I really love the sound cut that you played of Nikki Haley uh, uh, on today's show. Now, you know, my first walk-up song was <laughs> Under Pressure by Queen. <laughs> it's actually David Bowie and Queen. Yes, yeah, true. You Ooh. And so my first walk-up song was uh, Under Pressure by David Bowie and Queen. And my second song was I Love Rock and Roll by Joan Jett. And my third song is The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. You freaking jerk. You <laughs> suck. Oh, you're so awful. And, and how many more bleeping high heel jokes? Yeah, I know, man. I know. Uh, are we going to have uh, to put up with you, freaking? Uh, Ugh. Uh. Ugh. Thank you. <laughs> I know, man. I'm right there with you. It's the same thing. We feel the same way, absolutely. Anonymous. Help me to understand why this hey, is still going on. Unless he's thrown in jail, then you know Trump's going to be the nominee. Yep. And, if and maybe even jail, then, it's either going to be DeSantis or Haley. I mean, Scott, Vivek, Christie—they have no chance. So yeah. why are we do still doing this? I think they're doing it in case Trump drops dead. Uh, the consultants have to be paid. Steve. Well, that's really why we're doing. It. Yes, that's a great. That's a great. A great point. A lot of people's jobs depend on but, this but campaign if, continuing to happen. If, if Trump should get taken away by. Uh, aliens immediately, then there will be a race. Oh, yeah. It'll be establishment a Nikki Haley more... versus hybrid uh, Ron DeSantis, essentially. Right. It, and Jack Wad, uh, Vivek, <laughs> provided the entertainment for the time being. SFM, uh, John Meacham. Uh... Hi, 
Steve from Merrimack. Hey, Steve. Tom, I believe the blowhard, uh, pathologically lying historian's last name is pronounced Meacham. Meacham, okay. Or Meacham. John Meacham. But um, I hate him. In fairness, that was Tom mispronouncing it back in 2020. Uh, Steve, I, 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 I have such... He... I can't... I don't want to get in trouble. I, I will just say <laughs> that I have... I have all of the bad thoughts that I can have at one time about him. I am praying. That was a great segment. I am praying that he's another one that turns out to be, you know, a, quote, eminent historian, unquote, who turns out to be a complete plagiarist like oh. uh, Stephen Ambrose and Doris Kearns Goodwin. Yeah. Uh, praying on my knees every night because oh. that guy, that guy needs to be hurt. <laughs> uh, that's all. Well said. Well said. That was Steve saying that, not me. <laughs> but totally well said. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. This one says podcast. Are you washed? Yes, I'm washed in the blood of the Lamb. Justin? I say I'm washed in the blood of the Lamb. I'm all clean. I'm all spotless. I'm pure like the snow. Is this it's a spiritual? I don't know. Is it Wilco? I don't know who it is. Washed in the blood. You should know, Alice. Oh, hey, 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 hey. Hey, how's Justin. it going? Um, Good. Remember in the like ancient history old days when when Justin was calling about that? Um, the spook light? The spook light, yes. How did you know I was thinking about that? <laughs> I know you. What a weird time that was. He was great. Was, I miss Tom's bike. I know. We need the bike back. So you were uh, earlier, much, much, much earlier talking about uh podcast uh rushmore yeah mm-hmm. i got uh you guys at the barrel thank you i got um story time with dutch mantel do you know that one and then mm-hmm. uh number three i got uh the um what's her name um kelly who used to be on uh megan kelly on fox news okay. a lot of people like that she's and doing the got... next debate oh is she really yeah. Her and who, who else? Her and Rumble and... Mm. Oh, my goodness. I think I sent it to us. Where it's the uh, it? dark web crowd. Is uh... Yeah, a little bit. I mean, not um, not like too, too much, but... Well, I mean, she and Rumble, she's in uh, there. Okay, she's... RNC to partner with... Oh, News Nation. Okay. That's the thing that Chris Cuomo went to. Uh, the Washington Free Beacon, The Megyn Kelly Show, and oh. Rumble. There we go. There we go. Um, uh, get off my lawn with Gavin McGinnis. Okay. Okay. I don't think I I, I left anybody off. I don't think so. That's somebody you got anyway, in trouble for having on a Herald uh, Radio. Have a great day. Yeah, yeah. I had Gavin what? McGinnis off. There on... were conversations in the newsroom. Let's put yeah, it that way. Yeah, there were conversations in the newsroom, <laughs> including one wanting to have me fired for having him on because they thought he was a neo-Nazi. But we broke news. Actually, I've talked to him, I think, maybe twice. He, and mm-hmm. he's a great guy to talk to. He's got a great personality. I don't care about anything else. I, I, I don't... He is a creator of the Proud Boys back when they used to just get into drunken brawls. But um it, yeah, I have no I have no problem with them. I'm I'm sick of people, you know, I was told back then that I need to not I need to have a problem with him. I don't have a problem with him. SFML support for SFG. Steve from Gloucester. Here we okay. go. Hi, Steve from Merrimack. Hey, Steve. I'm not on Twitter, so I guess I missed out on all the Steve from Gloucester hate, mm-hmm. which I don't understand. But I wanted to congratulate Steve. That was uh, 
the the Minahan show the past two days has been fantastic. Yes, it has. And it was uh, yesterday's episode was even better, uh, made better by Steve. Uh, Steve, you were the focus of the show for about forty minutes in yeah. a two plus hour episode. It was great. It was. And uh, of course, things get taken out of context. But uh, what a what a brave move, pal. That was good. Steve and, was great. Uh, yeah. This this Twitter hate shall pass. But I mm-hmm. uh, wanted to say well done and. Uh, Thank you. This, yeah, this ab- show is a safe space for Steve from Gloucester. Absolutely, and and um, and he's back on Twitter. He's just his account is locked now, but he's, okay, he's back there doing stuff. Absolutely, all the stuff is all the stuff. The pressure and the stuff is all just make believe stuff. Doesn't doesn't really matter. Unlike here in the Burn Barrel universe, Alice, where everything is real. Everything <laughs> is. Here comes a. You know what comes after that. I don't know. What Sun you- King. Do you know Here Comes the Sun King? I don't think so. You don't know? Okay. I thought you were going to say nothing to get hung about. Oh, it sounded like I that. I thought didn't you were that, going that way. But- that, by the way, that that now and then song Sally was playing it downstairs might be growing on me. It's the song itself. I I just agree with you. Like, I think the piano might, and might stuff. Be growing. Okay. Might be growing. Um, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Um, and... Uh, for the Ooh, great week, what? we didn't play that. The girl who the woke girl who gets pulled over. People will have to go listen to the Tom Shattuck show for that. Yeah. Did we played that on the Tom Shattuck show? We or did. we can do our it Sunday. Number, our number three or Sunday will do it. Yeah, it's we can fit, talk fantastic. about it Sunday. Um, yeah, but a lot of great excuses. Um, Tom should have tried some of these when he got a DUI. I don't know. Maybe did we no- make that public. On this show, we did. Did we already? Okay. Yes. Remember, Morgan was trying to find your mugshot? Oh, yeah. That's from 97 or 96. 97, I think. That was a long time ago, yeah. Uh, Anyway, have a great weekend. We'll see you Sunday. I was good looking back then. I would like to see the mugshot. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.